the following program is furnished by the Truth About Your Future, LLC. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station. This information is education and not financial advice. Consult a financial advisor before investing. The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman is brought to you by Bitwise, the world's largest crypto index fund manager. As crypto grows, Bitwise believes everyone should have a simple and familiar way to access it. Bitwise makes crypto clear. Bitwiseinvestments.com and by Global X ETFs. For more than a decade, Global X ETFs has been dedicated to providing investors with unexplored and intelligent solutions. Learn more at globalxetfs.com and by Invesco QQQ, a fund that allows you to access the innovators of the NASDAQ 100. Become an agent of innovation with Invesco QQQ and by Edelman Financial Engines. Rick Edelman is a board member, consultant, shareholder, and client of EFE, but EFE is unaffiliated and has no say over the content of the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. This is where technology, innovation, and personal finance come together. This is the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. And now your host, Rick Edelman. And a very happy weekend to you. Welcome to the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. We've got some new research regarding Bitcoin. Do you own Bitcoin? Well, according to the new research, 26% of Americans do, one out of four. Nearly 60% invest via an exchange, but not everybody does it that way. Well, how do you buy Bitcoin other than at an exchange? It's kind of like saying, well, how do you buy stock other than the New York Stock Exchange? 30% of Americans who own Bitcoin bought it via an app like Venmo. Yeah, Venmo and PayPal let you buy Bitcoin. And here's a crazy statistic. More than half of all the Americans who own Bitcoin, 55%, bought it for the first time last year in 2021. Bitcoin's been around since 2009, but more than half bought it for the first time last year. And here's another fascinating statistic. Two-thirds of everybody who have bought Bitcoin for more than a year still own it. Now, you might say to yourself, well, that doesn't sound like a really big deal. They only owned it for a year so far. Consider this. The average holding period for stocks is just five months. So by comparison, Bitcoin buyers tend to be much more of buy-in holders than people who buy stocks. And okay, maybe you don't own Bitcoin yet. I'll bet you're interested in it, though, because 59% say that they're interested in Bitcoin. And the greatest increase was among older investors. That might be a surprising statistic to you as well, because there's an assumption that Bitcoin is of interest only to teenagers or younger Americans. Simply not the case any longer. Everybody is now expressing interest in Bitcoin, regardless of age group that you're in. Also, regardless of the style of investor you are, let me ask you, are you a conservative investor, a moderate, or an aggressive investor? Two-thirds of aggressive investors say that they're willing to own Bitcoin. I don't think that comes as much of a surprise. The fact that they're aggressive, well, Bitcoin is an aggressive investment. It's speculative. It's still relatively new. So two-thirds of aggressive investors say they're willing to own it but so are 60% of moderate risk investors. And even half of conservative investors say that they're willing to own Bitcoin. CNBC just released a survey of millennial millionaires 
83% of them own digital assets, 8 out of 10, and they say they plan to buy more this year. In fact, nearly 4 out of 10 millennials say that investing in digital assets is a viable way to increase their financial security. If you think that owning Bitcoin is still something on the outskirts, something away from the mainstream, well, your thinking is a little bit out of date. In fact, millennials say that they're turning to Bitcoin. One big reason is because they fear that they're sacrificing their own financial security by supporting their aging parents. And in an effort to have enough money to be able to handle supporting their parents, they're turning to Bitcoin as a way to create their wealth. In fact, in this recent survey, of those who are not investing yet into Bitcoin, the question was, what would it take for you to buy Bitcoin? And 77% of those who don't yet own Bitcoin say that they will buy as soon as a Bitcoin ETF becomes available. The SEC hasn't said yes yet, to a Bitcoin ETF. And so you have to ask yourself, how long is it going to take for the SEC to approve of an ETF that invests in Bitcoin? Bitcoin is already over $40,000 in price. How much longer are you going to wait? Are you going to wait for Bitcoin to be $60,000, $70,000, $100,000 before the SEC says yes and before you begin to buy? A lot of folks have begun to realize Waiting doesn't make a lot of sense. And so this might leave you in the place where so many Americans find themselves. 42% say they want to know more about Bitcoin. And more than 30% say they want their financial institution to offer it. Why am I spending so much time talking about Bitcoin today? Because I'm a very big fan of digital assets. Not just Bitcoin, but Ethereum even more so, and other digital assets, and blockchain technology overall. In fact, you've really got to ask yourself, why would someone who created the nation's most successful registered investment advisory firm walk away from that business after 36 years to devote attention to Bitcoin and other digital assets. If you're not engaging in this space, if you're not investing in Bitcoin and other digital assets, you might want to ask yourself, what is it don't I know? What is it that I need to learn? And that's the kind of information that I want to share with you. For example, the global blockchain in agriculture and food supply is expected to grow 47% a year over the next three years. Energy blockchains are expected to grow over the next five years 76% per year. We have to recognize that blockchain technology is the most revolutionary new innovation since the invention of the internet, and major corporations are getting heavily involved. MasterCard recently acquired CypherTrace, a blockchain analytics firm. J.P. Morgan Chase is now working with Siemens to develop a blockchain system, a first-of-its-kind application. The banks HSBC and Wells Fargo both revealed plans to use blockchain to settle financial transactions. Even Jay Clayton, the former chair of the SEC, recently wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. The title of his article, America's Future Depends on the Blockchain. 
Here's what he wrote, quote, blockchain is in many ways superior to our legacy financial infrastructure. Tens of billions of dollars of tokenized assets change hands daily on markets that operate seamlessly around the clock. The nascent crypto market is the tip of the financial information technology iceberg. Through tokenization, cumbersome and costly processes can be streamlined with better market information, greater certainty, and enhanced security. The potential improvements to the global system are enormous, including billions of dollars annually in reduced cost and increased consumer choice. A once-in-a-generation opportunity for both entrepreneurs and nimble incumbents. It's also an existential threat to those who are slow to adopt. That was Jay Clayton, the former chair of the SEC, the nation's top securities regulator, explaining why blockchain technology is America's future. And it's why my wife Jean and I have placed a lot of our own money into digital assets. We've been investing in this space since 2014, and I've been telling you about it on my radio shows and podcasts for pretty much that entire time. You know, investing in Bitcoin when I first got started in 2014, it used to be really difficult, cumbersome, a little scary. Now, though, it's easy. And one way we do it, we own the Bitwise 10 Crypto Index Fund. The symbol is BITW. It's the first and still the biggest crypto index fund. Bitwise is a sponsor of this program, and I'm also an investor in Bitwise. That's how much I like the company. The Bitwise 10 Crypto Index Fund owns the 10 largest digital assets, and they rebalance monthly. So you don't have to decide what to buy or when to rebalance. Bitwise does it all. Very simple, very easy. Bitwise wants digital assets to be available to everyone, and that's why they work closely, not just with individual investors. You can open an account directly, or you can do it through your financial advisor, your financial institution all across the country. Crypto is all that Bitwise does. They've got a four-year track record, making them one of the oldest players in this new emerging asset class. They have 50 employees devoted entirely to digital assets, and they're managing more than $2 billion of investors' money. I believe strongly in owning a diversified portfolio. That means owning digital assets as part of our diversification. The Bitwise Crypto 10 Index Fund. The symbol is BITW. It's available everywhere you get your investments, including from your financial advisor. In fact, if my financial advisor hasn't been recommending digital assets to me, frankly, I'd find another advisor. There's simply no excuse anymore. And that's why I created the Digital Assets Council of Financial Professionals, DAC-FP. We teach financial advisors about blockchain and digital assets so they can earn their certificate, proving that they have the knowledge they need to give you the advice you need about this new asset class. So if you're interested in investing in digital assets, you can find an advisor who has attained their certificate in blockchain and digital assets. Simply go to the advisor directory. You'll find it at DACFP.com, D-A-C-F-P.com. It's a free service that I've created for you. It will connect you with financial advisors across the country who can help. These are revolutionary new investment opportunities, and you can get the advice you need from an advisor who holds the certificate at DACFP.com. And another great way 
that I've found to get the exposure that I want in exponential technologies is from Global X ETFs. It's another investment company that I've asked to sponsor this radio show and podcast. Global X offers more than 30 ETFs devoted to exponential technologies, what they call thematic growth. My wife Jean and I own several of these funds. I'm convinced that this investment theme belongs in our diversified portfolio. We started first by considering the options, longevity, the impact on our changing demographics, how this is forcing us to alter so much in our nation, like our infrastructure, green energy, blockchain, lithium battery technology, solar energy, and more. Global X has been managing exponential technology strategies for more than a decade. They publish research across their entire range of ETFs. And you can learn more at GlobalXETFs.com or simply ask your financial advisor. You know, I mentioned that Jay Clayton, the former chair of the SEC, wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. Regulators, not just Jay Clayton, are jumping onto the crypto bandwagon. Brian Quintens ran the Technology Committee for the Commodities Futures Trading Commission. He's now at Anderson Horowitz, a venture capitalist focusing on crypto startups. Brian Brooks, he was the acting controller of the currency. Chris Giancarlo, the former head of the CFTC. Crypto firms, they and other former regulators, are now heavily involved in digital assets. In fact, crypto firms spent $5 million last year lobbying Congress. And speaking of that, there are five members of Congress who have disclosed that they personally own Bitcoin. Senator Cynthia Lummis, Republican of Wyoming. In the House, Jeff Van Drew, Republican of New Jersey. Jake Auchincloss, a Democrat of Massachusetts. Barry Moore, Republican of Alabama. And Marie Newman, a Democrat of Illinois. So we are beginning to see the mainstreaming of this as regulators and legislators are all personally engaging in this new asset class. Why aren't you, is the question you should be asking yourself. Hey, let me ask you this related question. Have you ever heard of a CBDC, a central bank digital currency? Governments around the world are exploring this idea of taking their currency and making a digital version of it. Our own Federal Reserve is working on this, as are the governments around the world. Well, Cuba's central bank now recognizes cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, citing reasons of socioeconomic interest. Panama plans to launch a legal tender using Bitcoin. Ukraine says they might do it as well. The central banks of Australia, Malaysia, Singapore, and South Africa, they're all building a joint central bank digital currency system. Banks in those countries will be able to use Bitcoin and blockchain technology to make cheap instant payments. You know, it's interesting, only 18% of U.S. adults have a favorable view of digital money. But that's probably because most adults have a bank account. And you're saying to yourself, if I got a bank account, it works pretty well. I mean, I don't like the fees very much and their hours are kind of short, but I make deposits, I make withdrawals, I get interest, I get a monthly statement, I can do it online with my phone. What's not to love? Well, that's great if you have a bank account. But millions of people around the world, in fact, 2 billion of them, don't have a bank account, including 7 million people in America. But 42% of those who don't have a bank account love the idea of digital money. In fact, it's 66% of the unbanked in Asia. What do I mean by unbanked? I'm talking about people who don't have enough money to open a bank account or who live too far away to effectively use one. If you don't have access to a bank account, 
you're excluded from the world's financial system. It means you can't safely store your money. You can't earn interest on it. You can't borrow money. Without being able to borrow, how do you buy a car? How do you buy a house? How do you start a business? Those who are unbanked love the idea of digital money because it allows them to engage in the financial system without the challenges that most of us take for granted. And here's the crazy thing if you think about it. Even if you aren't unbanked, even if you are a bank customer, do you really like your bank all that much? I mean, we all love to hate our bank and most of everybody in the financial industry because of the fees they charge, the lousy service they give. Well, you want to see just how bad it can really get? Westpac, one of the four biggest banks in Australia, just paid an $81 million fine. Why? Because regulators in Australia say that Westpac charged $7 million in fees over 10 years to 11,000 of its customers who are dead. (laughs) Yeah, they charged these deceased customers for financial advice services that were not provided due to their death. (laughs) You can't make some of this stuff up. Regulators there say the bank also sold duplicate insurance policies to more than 7,000 customers, causing people to unnecessarily pay twice. 25,000 customers were charged more than $5 million in fees that were not disclosed. And so one of the biggest banks in Australia has just been nailed for being a bad boy. Imagine if we could work with our money without having to be dependent on today's financial system. That's the promise of blockchain technology. Blockchain technology is so revolutionary because it disintermediates. Oh, that's a big fancy word. What does that mean? Disintermediation means no middleman. Think about it. When you buy something, there's you, the buyer, and there's the other party the counterparty called the seller, the buyer and the seller. Anybody in between the two of you is an intermediary, a middleman, and the middlemen charge fees for their services. So for you to pay for something, you write a check or you use a credit card or a debit card or you send a wire. And every time you do that, you pay a 3% fee to Visa, you incur bank wire charges, you incur days of delays as your check has to go through the banking system, finally to be cleared with money deposited. It adds time, it adds expense, and doesn't serve any useful purpose other than facilitating the transaction. We all have to tolerate the world's banking system because this is the way it's been done for hundreds of years. But this brand new technology called the blockchain eliminates the need for the intermediaries. It allows buyers and sellers to work directly together without the bank as a middleman, making things faster, cheaper, safer, more transparent. And this is why governments around the world are exploring blockchain technology for the development of their own digital currencies, their own digital money. It's extraordinarily exciting. And it's still extraordinarily early because this technology is still very new. And as a result, it's still under rapid development. Are you beginning to get some sense of why I'm enthused about Bitcoin and digital assets? Well, okay, try this. The Economist magazine 
ran an article, and here was the headline, Just Add Crypto, Why It's Wise to Add Bitcoin to an Investment Portfolio. The article goes on to explain that it's a Nobel Prize-winning diversification strategy, and The Economist magazine says an optimal portfolio has a Bitcoin allocation of 1% to 5%. You know, today there are so many different ways that you can invest in this new asset class. Here's one investment that I really like, the Invesco QQQ ETF. That's why I asked Invesco to be a sponsor of this radio show and podcast. They ask a simple question. What do all the greatest innovations have in common? Agents of innovation. Ordinary people who shape the future by putting their money behind the right ideas. Invesco QQQ is a fund that allows you access to innovators of the NASDAQ 100. So you don't have to be an innovator to create what comes next. You can instead simply become an agent of innovation. And you can do it with the Invesco QQQ. And you can learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Remember, of course, there are risks when investing in ETFs, including possibly the loss of money. ETF risks, well, they're similar to those of stocks. And when you invest in the tech sector, you're subject to greater risk and more volatility than in ordinary diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ. You can't directly invest into an index, so before investing, carefully read and consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the prospectus available at Invesco.com from Invesco Distributors, Inc. Do you know anyone who's a new investor? You can help make it easier for them to get started with the new Schwab Starter Kit. New investors can open an account and get $50 to split across the top five stocks by market cap in the S&P 500. That's companies they actually recognize, like Amazon, Apple, and Google. There's also videos, guides, and other helpful tools. Plus, investment professionals 24-7 to answer their questions. To see the current top five stocks and learn more about the Schwab Starter Kit, go to schwab.com slash starter kit. I'm Rick Edelman. Edelman Financial Engines is a sponsor of this program and podcast, and they have their own show and podcast that you'll hear right after the conclusion of this program. Their show is called Everyday Wealth and features Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky. Soledad is a Peabody award-winning journalist. Gene is a best-selling financial writer. They'll explore the financial decisions you face and how those decisions affect your life. They're joined each week by financial planners from Edelman Financial Engines and other industry experts to share the insights and strategies you need, from managing your wealth and generational planning to retirement income, tax-efficient investing, and more. So stay tuned right here each weekend after this program for Everyday Wealth. And for more information, visit everydaywealth.com slash radio. The truth about your future with Rick Edelman and Edelman Financial Engines are not affiliated. And when we come back on the program, we're going to be talking with Anthony Scaramucci, the CEO of Skybridge Capital, about his firm's activities with Bitcoin. The information you need to plan for the tomorrow you want. This is the truth about your future with Rick Edelman.
Welcome back to The Truth About Your Future. I'm Rick Edelman. You've heard of Bitcoin, and maybe you've heard of Bitcoin mining. But what is that? Well, Bitcoin mining simply refers to people who use their computers to solve a complex calculation. If they're the first to succeed, they get Bitcoin as a reward. So if you want to own Bitcoin, you can either engage in Bitcoin mining, or you can simply buy some Bitcoin from someone else who did the Bitcoin mining. It's like you can go into an orchard and pluck an apple from a tree for free, or you can go to the market and buy an apple from someone else who went to the orchard. Bitcoin mining. You're more familiar with it than you realize. You're listening to The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman. And, and you know, I've gotten some questions from folks saying, why am I doing this? I've been a financial advisor for 36 years. I'm pretty much widely regarded as the most successful financial advisor in history in the RAA marketplace, the Registered Investment Advisor Marketplace. The firm I founded, Edelman Financial Engines, is now managing some $300 billion and serving 1.4 million American households. Why walk away from that? Why, after 36 years, did my wife Jean and I say, we're out of here, we're going to launch a totally new venture, totally new radio show, The Truth About Your Future, and a brand new newsletter, my new book on crypto coming out in the spring. Why did we launch DACFP, the Digital Assets Council of Financial Professionals? Why are we focusing on crypto, digital assets, blockchain, Bitcoin, and so on? The answer is very simple. Um, We are convinced, as financial planners that the most impactful way you can generate the returns that you need to achieve your financial goals and achieve financial security is by investing a portion of your assets, even a small portion, into Bitcoin and other digital assets. You know, I'm not the only one who has walked away from the financial services industry to focus heavily on blockchain and digital assets. I want to introduce you to Anthony Scaramucci, the founder and CEO of Skybridge Capital. The author of four books, The Little Book of Hedge Funds, Goodbye Gordon Gecko, Hopping Over the Rabbit Hole, which was a Wall Street bestseller, and Trump, the Blue Collar President. Anthony is the founder and managing partner of Skybridge Capital, which he founded in 2005. He's been ranked one of the 100 most powerful people in global finance. Member of the Council on Foreign Relations, his degree in economics is from Tufts and his law degree is from Harvard. Anthony, welcome to the show. That's pretty pretty good introduction. Well, you wrote it, so you know what can I tell you? Yeah, well, my mother actually wrote it. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not as good of a writer as my mom. You need to explain to me why a Wall Street mainstream guy like you, who is embedded in the well, I'll call it the Wall Street machine, why a Bitcoin fund? My revelation comes from the idea that we can have decentralized communities now that can transact with each other. They don't have to know each other or like each other or trust each other, but they can still transact with each other. So we can now set things up where we can liquefy things that were never liquefied before. So as an example, we're working with Algorand on a loyalty token. Uh, It'll effectively be a coin. The coin will be able to liquefy your Delta Sky Miles or membership rewards from American Express or any of the loyalty programs out there, even Walgreens, you can have this token and the token can replace those things and create value for you. If I'm a very wealthy person, I buy the piece of art, I put it up on the wall, I can tokenize that. And you know, you've had mortgage-backed securities, you could have an art-backed security on that specific piece of property that I own. And all of a sudden you've created this whole new market 
and you've provided not only liquidity for certain people, but an investment opportunity for others that could have never gotten that exposure before. This is a lightning fast protocol that we can use to do transactions with each other that are virtually costless. You know, I was making phone calls in the mid 80s to my mom from Europe, costing me $3 a minute. Today, I can hook into the Wi-Fi at any cafe in Rome and make that phone call costlessly. How could people not think as a result of technology that our transactions are not going to be costless in the future? The answer is, of course, they are. I applaud you because you're one of the big leaders in the world of registered investment advisors, financial advisors. I applaud you because I see you as an institutionalist and a traditionalist, and yet you have the intellectual flexibility to do the homework on something like this, to recognize this is going to be a tremendous force. I just want to give you something mind-blowing. It has 1.5% to 3% adoption globally. And it's got a $2.3 trillion market cap, all of crypto, as we're speaking. But just imagine if it had 50% adoption, where that number could go to. Is it $100 trillion, the 50% adoption? And why wouldn't it get to 50% adoption, given the speed of adoption that it's already on? And I guess that's really the point, isn't it? That the reason that many are naysayers is that they haven't bothered to understand the technology underlying all of this. They don't realize that this isn't a beanie baby, which is cute to look at and cuddly to hold, but has no commercial use. It isn't something that is a fad like a pet rock or a hula hoop. This is something that has core business benefit. JP Morgan released a study in December saying that banks are going to save $120 billion a year using blockchain technology. You used the word costless a couple of times, Anthony. To move money from one country to another takes five days and costs on average six and a half percent in fees. With blockchain technology, you can do it virtually instantly for virtually free. It radically alters the way money moves on the planet and the way commerce is done. There's never been anything like this. And yet the adoption rate, to your point, is extraordinarily low. Only about 300 million people worldwide own Bitcoin. Imagine what happens when 3 billion own it. What will the price be? And for this reason, we believe it makes sense to incorporate into a portfolio and to have people understand the technology and understand the business case. And that's why I and some other forward-thinking folks, such as yourself, are including this in client portfolios. Bitcoin could be one of the biggest brand names in our culture now, if you just think about it from that perspective. You know, we had our eureka moment last October. I had a checklist in my hand. I said, okay, I'm an institutionalist. Bitcoin's got to get to 100 million wallets for me to recognize it having escape velocity, meaning if it's at 100 million, it'll head to 3 billion. Secondarily, can I store it? Is is there a safe place that I can store it? You and I both know I can store it now at NYDIG or Fidelity Digital Assets or Coinbase Pro, and it's unclipped from the internet and it's in cold storage and I, I can store 10 figures of Bitcoin and not have to worry about it. And then the third thing for me was the regulation. Where would the United States be on regulation? On October 6th, there was a seminal moment in the US where they approved the Bitcoin futures ETF. That was a big moment because you're, you're, you're sending people a signal Uh, from the world of regulation. 
So tell us specifically what Skybridge Capital is doing. I mean, you're a $7 billion hedge fund. The investments you produce are generally available to accredited investors, meaning wealthy investors, people who have a net worth of a million dollars or more or incomes of over $200,000 a year. Talk about the Bitcoin funds that you are making available to these folks to give them exposure in this new asset class. What's the investment minimum for that fund? Yes. Yeah, so the investment minimum in the Bitcoin fund, 25000 That's a private partnership. We have applied for an ETF. There's a hundred plus million dollars in that fund. We're going to roll the Bitcoin private partnership into the ETF. Uh, we also have a uh, publicly traded Bitcoin infrastructure or what you and I would call the picks and shovels of uh, Bitcoin and the digital innovation economy. That would include things like MicroStrategy, Coinbase, PayPal, Square, which is about to be known as Block, companies that are facilitating the growth and the pipes and plumbing and infrastructure of the cryptocurrency marketplace and Bitcoin specifically. So there's BitFarms in there, Marathon Digital Asset. These are terrific mining companies that have uh, gigantic revenue growth and pristine balance sheets. So right now, there's 30 stocks in our ETF. It's listed on the New York Stock Exchange. The symbol is CRPT. It just went over 50 million US dollars. We started it on September 30th and we're teamed up with First Trust, a company that you know well, uh, that's helping us distribute that product. Uh, we'll have a metaverse ETF. Uh, we will have a blockchain ETF that will focus on things other than Bitcoin. We'll have an Ethereum private fund. We'll have an Algorand private fund. Uh, but at some point, I think we'll get ETFs on all of those. And so the clear message here is that if your portfolio is lacking exposure to the digital asset space, you've got a pretty big gap for what is one of the fastest growing and certainly most innovative uh, technologies that we've seen in decades. Anthony, what is the website where people can learn more? Yeah, it's, just, it's just skybridge.com. You could also go to salt.org backslash talks to see some of our talks related to Bitcoin. If you go to Skybridge, you can look at the products there. You can also see we do something weekly called the Bitcoin Review. You, you can watch our YouTube channel that has uh, lots of different interesting uh, people. You know, I, I'm going to hold up my book if you don't mind. It's called The Sweet Life with Bitcoin, How I Stopped Worrying About Cryptocurrency, and you should too. It's only 100 pages. It basically just explains short and sweet, why you need to have some exposure. If you're skeptical, I understand that I started out as a Bitcoin skeptic and a cryptocurrency skeptic. Uh, I'm steeped in it now because it's going to be a very big part of the future. That's Anthony Scaramucci here on The Truth About Your Future, Skybridge Capital at skybridge.com. Anthony, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to be on. Not only is Skybridge Capital a sponsor of my sister company, the Digital Assets Council of Financial Professionals, I'm personally an investor in Skybridge's funds because I'm a really big fan of the work they're doing with Bitcoin. And another great way i found to get the exposure I want is via Exponential Technologies using GlobalX ETFs, which is also one of the sponsors bringing you this radio show and podcast. GlobalX offers more than 30 ETFs devoted to exponential technologies, what they call thematic growth. And my wife and I, we own several of them. I'm convinced that this investment theme belongs in our diversified portfolio. Well, where did we start? Well, 
First, we considered the options, such as longevity and its impact on our changing demographics and how that is going to force us to alter our nation's infrastructure. And we looked at green energy, blockchain, lithium battery technology, solar energy, and so much more. GlobalX has been managing exponential technology strategies for more than a decade, and they publish research across their entire range of ETFs. And you can read all that research and learn more at GlobalXETFs.com or simply ask your financial advisor about GlobalX ETFs. If you want to invest in digital assets like me, it's really easy nowadays. My wife Jean and I invested in the Bitwise 10 crypto index fund, symbol BITW. It's the first and still the biggest crypto index fund. Bitwise is a sponsor of this program along with GlobalX, and I'm also an investor in Bitwise. The Bitwise 10 crypto index fund owns the 10 largest digital assets. They rebalance monthly, so I don't have to decide what to buy or when to rebalance. Bitwise does it all very simple, very easy. Bitwise wants digital assets to be available to everyone. That's why they work closely with individual investors as well as with financial advisors and financial institutions across the country. Crypto is all Bitwise does. They've got a four-year track record. And that makes them one of the oldest players in this new emerging asset class. $2 billion in assets under management. I believe strongly in owning a diversified portfolio. That means owning digital assets as part of that portfolio. The Bitwise Crypto 10 Index Fund, symbol BITW. Available everywhere you get your investments, including from your financial advisor. Now, we've talked a lot about Bitcoin on today's program. Another area of excitement in the world of digital assets are NFTs, non-fungible tokens. You've heard of these, but do you realize just how big this is getting? Dolce & Gabbana has just unveiled a collection of dresses, suits, jackets, tiaras, and crowns that are worn by your digital avatar. In other words, when you're playing an online game, you create an online version of yourself. Well, what is your online avatar wearing? You can now buy Dolce & Gabbana clothing to dress yourself online with their dresses and suits. Dolce & Gabbana is selling hundreds of thousands of these. They're making tens of millions of dollars in an invention that didn't exist two years ago. Or how about buying digital artwork, CryptoPunks, 10,000 online pictures last year sold more than a billion dollars worth of them. Mainstream is getting involved in this too. The Hermitage Museum in Russia raised $400,000 selling NFTs of just six of its artwork in its collection. And you don't have to be a big fancy museum to do this. Kids can do it too. Benjamin Ahmed He's 12 years old, lives in London. He launched his own non-fungible tokens. The whole project cost him $300, and he sold his NFTs for $400,000. His total earnings so far, more than $5 million. Why? Because after he sold his NFTs, the buyers then resold them themselves. Just like when you buy a house and later resell the house, or you buy a car and then later you sell the car, people who bought his NFTs later resold them. And every time those NFTs get resold, this kid earns a royalty. He's earned $5 million so far. He's going to earn royalties for the rest of his life. In 2021, 
NFT trading volume was more than $13 billion. This is revolutionary. And this is why I'm so excited about it. And I'm not alone. MetaMask is a non-custodial digital wallet, a key gateway to this newfound thing called decentralized finance, the alternative to our centralized banking system. MetaMask now has 10 million active users every single month, 1,800% increase in just one year. MetaMask functions just like a Bitcoin wallet. Users can sign in to decentralized applications. You can visit them using your browser. It's one of the most popular ways to access the Ethereum blockchain so you can buy NFTs. Let me just give you an illustration of the excitement and the weirdness of what's being offered out there. WorldCoin is now offering tokens online if you get a scan of your eyeball. More than 100,000 people have had their eyes scanned in exchange for getting a digital asset called WorldCoin. And as more people do this and more people get their eyeballs scanned, more people have the WorldCoin, it increases the value of the WorldCoin. They've distributed 30 iris scanning hardware devices on four continents. The devices take photos of your eyeballs, which then you can use to get a unique code to claim your free digital token. What's the point of all this? Digital recognition systems. The company hopes that this will be able to be useful when you are going through a passport checkpoint or when you're trying to gain access to a secure location. By having your eyeballs digitally scanned, it can be used instead of passwords. How cool is all this? Read my new article on why you need to know about NFTs. Free at the Truth. AYF.com. That's the truth. AYF.com. And all this helps explain the article that just appeared in The Economist magazine. Just add crypto, they said. It's wise to add Bitcoin to an investment portfolio. The Economist magazine said, quote, it's a Nobel Prize winning diversification strategy. An optimal portfolio has a Bitcoin allocation of one to five percent. You've really got to ask yourself, if you don't own Bitcoin or any other digital asset, what are you waiting for? You don't even have to buy Bitcoin anymore to be invested. And that's why one investment that I really like is the Invesco QQQ ETF. It comes down to this. All the great innovations have one thing in common. They're agents of innovation, ordinary people who shape the future by putting their money behind the right ideas. Invesco QQQ is a fund that allows you to access innovators of the NASDAQ 100. So you don't have to be an inventor to help create what's coming next. You can become an agent of innovation with Invesco QQQ. You can learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Remember, there are risks when investing in ETFs, including the possible loss of money. ETF risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ. You can't invest directly in an index, so before investing, carefully read and consider the fund investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more. It's all in the prospectus at Invesco.com, Invesco Distributors, Inc.
Time now for everybody's favorite segment of the program, a visit by my wife, Jean Edelman. Jean, a student of the healing arts, Reiki, traditional Chinese medicine, homeopathy, acupuncture, and of course, macrobiotic and plant-based cooking. Here's Jean. It is so good to be here today. Today, I wanted to talk about luck. Do you think that luck brings you what you want and need in your life? I beg to differ. I believe we are all unconsciously setting intentions, and that is what is bringing what we need when we need it. There's a big difference between need and want. We need food, clothing, shelter versus the latest cell phone. When Rick and I started out in our young life together right after college, we set very clear intentions. Now, it took time for all that to come to fruition, but we had very clear intentions of what we wanted in our life. The timing is what trips us up. We think that once we set the intention, it's just going to show up tomorrow. But it is the steps that we take in our life that help our intentions come to be. And so Rick and I, we lived in a one-bedroom apartment. We had no furniture. We would spend small amount of money each weekend because that's all that we had in our budget to have entertainment or go out. But we also would carry around. We had a little matchbox car because one day in our life, we wanted to drive a Jaguar. And so <laughs> I think Rick still has it. But we, we would dream on the weekends. We would drive around to homes and neighborhoods and, and we would carry around these matchbox cars or we would cut things out of magazines. And they set the picture of, of the things that we wanted in life. Now, we do know now that it's not so much about the things, but it's the moments. But at that time, when we were young, it was fun, and it really helped us set some intentions. And so today, my word of the week is luck. So the L is to look for the future. As I shared, cut out pictures of things that you want. Carry them around with you. The toy cars, Whatever, whatever it is that keeps you focused and helps you remember, because when we wander, which we all do, these pictures, these little toys, they help bring us back to what our plan is. U is for understanding. Understanding that we are in control. We're in control of us. We're in control of our destiny. C is for clarity. When we have a plan, when we have a path, Life finds a way to help us and support us stay focused. And K is for kindness, because nothing in our life is ever our time. And so it will arrive when it, whatever the it is, is ready. We may think that we're ready, but we're most likely not. It took us 10 years to get there because we needed to be ready. And so it has nothing to do with luck. It has everything to do about being prepared, taking the steps, staying focused, finding out what motivates us, and we'll all get there. Have a great day. That was Gene Edelman here on The Truth About Your Future. Want to start investing? One thing is certain, trusted is always better than trendy. With the new Schwab Starter Kit, new investors can open an account and get $50 to split across the top five stocks by market cap in the S&P 500, companies they actually recognize, like Amazon, Apple, and Google. 
There's also videos, guides, and other helpful tools, plus investment professionals 24-7 to answer your questions. See the current top five stocks and learn more about the Schwab Starter Kit. Go to schwab.com slash starter kit. I want to tell you about a company called Choice. Choice is changing the way Americans save for retirement by making it possible for you to invest in Bitcoin, crypto, and other alternative assets inside your IRA. When you open either a deductible or a Roth IRA with your Choice account, you can buy real Bitcoin or any of 22 other digital assets. In your Choice account, you can also buy stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, gold, real estate, you name it, all in a single retirement account. There's no hidden fees or account minimums, and you get more control over your retirement savings. You can also access Choice through your financial advisor. So if you have a professional advisor managing your money for you, just tell your advisor to get set up with Choice so they can help you access Bitcoin and other alternative assets in your retirement account. Choice is a sponsor of The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman. Go to retirewithchoice.com slash Rick. That's retirewithchoice.com slash Rick. Well, that's it for the time we have on this program. Coming up next, a program brought to you by a sponsor of this show, Edelman Financial Engines. They have their own show and podcast, and it starts right after the news. Their show is called Everyday Wealth and features Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky. Soledad is a Peabody award-winning journalist. Gene Chatsky is a best-selling financial writer. They explore the financial decisions you face and how those decisions affect your life. They're joined each week by financial planners from Edelman Financial Engines and other industry experts to share the insights and strategies you need. From managing your wealth and generational planning to retirement income, tax-efficient investing, and more. So stay tuned right here for Everyday Wealth. And for more information about that program, visit everydaywealth.com radio. The truth about your future with Rick Edelman and Edelman Financial Engines are not affiliated. Remember, if you missed any part of today's program, go to thetruthayf.com, thetruthayf.com, and download the podcast. I'm Rick Edelman. Have a wonderful weekend. See you next week. The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman has been brought to you by Bitwise, the world's largest crypto index fund manager. As crypto grows, Bitwise believes everyone should have a simple and familiar way to access it. Bitwise makes crypto clear. Bitwiseinvestments.com and by Global X ETFs. For more than a decade, Global X ETFs has been dedicated to providing investors with unexplored and intelligent solutions. Learn more at globalxetfs.com and by Invesco QQQ, a fund that allows you to access the innovators of the NASDAQ 100. Invesco.com slash QQQ. Stay tuned for Everyday Wealth with Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky from Edelman Financial Engines. EverydayWealth.com backslash radio. EFE and the truth about your future with Rick Edelman are unaffiliated entities. Get the truth about your future every weekend with Rick Edelman. It's the truth AYF.com. <laughs>